Hey, it's uh, Tim Brown. This is the Hook Better Leads podcast, and today I have Benny Fisher with me. How you doing? I'm doing great, man. This is awesome. Big Fish Contracting out of Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, and we are talking about why you need a roofing sales process. And before we get into that, I'd love if you give a little bit of uh, background on building your company and why you know sales has how sales process has played a role. Yeah, sales, you know, sales was crucial, first of all, to even start my roofing company because you got to be able to get out there and get off the ground. I had a career in sales, so it was probably a little easier for me than maybe the guy that swings the hammer to go out and have to learn how to sell. Um, so I was able to do that for the first couple of years, and I was the number one salesperson in my own company. Imagine that. A lot, a lot of you guys are probably feeling that, too. But then as I started to hire employees and I was still responsible for selling and then getting the manager, like trying to manage all, all the people and all the problems, you know, it's, you can't do two things well, right? And I was in a lot of pain, like, like personal pain. Like I was like, I felt stuck, I felt like quitting, I felt miserable. It wasn't the dream that I had in my head when I started the Big Fish Contracting Company and I couldn't figure out like why I wasn't getting traction, like why I wasn't like moving forward. And if it was right before COVID, I was at a roofing, uh, the IRE, I was walking by one of those trade booths and I saw Ryan Groth and he had a baseball diamond on the back um, like wall or something like that and said sales transformation group I talked to him for a little bit and I was telling him about all my pain I was like I tried to train a couple sales guys before I put them in a truck threw them an iPad some of them got it some of them didn't and then after a couple months when that guy didn't get it and I couldn't figure out why it wasn't working and I was just frustrated and uh, I took this course and I was like, wow. I said, this is the way I sell. I just didn't know that was the way I sell. Like I never knew the how behind my madness, like the like what how I was doing it. I just kind of just kind of did it. And because um, I watched for 20 years of guys before me and I kind of just picked up little bits and pieces. So once I learned that process and got and dove deep into the process, then I was able to teach that to the two or three, four guys that I had on my team. A year later, a guy that was on my team that learned that he started in sales that Basically, that month I had bought the program. He was a roofing. He was a roofing project manager for me the year before. But before that, he worked in the restaurant business. He was a wine sommelier. He came mm. to me because I did a roof for him because I met him at the country club. His name is Mark Kenya. Came to me, said, "Hey, I'll take a job. I want. I just want to get out. I got a family." So he came to be a project manager. Well, it turns out he was a terrible project manager. Sorry, Mark, if you're watching. <laughs> and I said, well, but he was a good guy. And I was yeah. like, I loved him. I thought he was good. And I said, come into the sales department. I just bought this new like sales. It's like, a, I call it sales manager training in a box, right? Mm -hmm. And a sales system in a box. I'm like, you're going to be my first. <laughs> I want to test it out on you. Yeah. I want to try it out. And we did. We worked through the course and we did that. And, you know, the first year, I think he sold... I think he sold $2.3 million, which is freaking more than I ever sold. Yeah. Like as my as as being the guy that was doing all the sales, I think the most I ever did was 1.3 or 1.5 million. But then I was also being CEO and trying to manage, you know, being an operations manager, job processing and helping process invoices. And then so he did that, and I had a couple other guys that were learning, and they were doing pretty good. Uh, and then the next year, because I always got in it myself, because I really have a passion for sales. So when I would take the course. I would do it again because when I would get up in front of everybody to put it on, I wanted to be really, really prepared, right? Mm -hmm. Because I never, like, you know, we're talking about baseball diamond. First, I'll show it right here. Yeah, the, first yeah. base, second base, third Video. base. I never had a way to, like, when guys would come back from an appointment, they'd be like, oh, yeah, I didn't close. Like, all right, well, I don't know. He said he liked me. He said, you know, he was the nicest guy I ever bought a roof from. 
But not, that was all we had to talk about. Mm -hmm. So now we have a system where we can say, oh, what happened, you know, between first base, second ah. base, third base, you know, yeah. home plate. And there's a system, there's a yeah. method to the madness. So we'll walk through the, the baseball diamond on audio for people that aren't um, seeing this image right here. But it's kind of like with traction too, you know, like you're a big fan of traction. Oh, EOS, EOS yeah, yeah, big fan. When you, system. When you do EOS and you do traction, you have things to talk about. You got rocks, you got level 10s. Yeah, you got all the charts. It's nice vision, to have that, data. that, yeah, that way to kind of like be able to talk amongst yourselves. It's like a, it's a familiar, it's like a palette to like it's discuss a common language. Things. Yeah. It's like, they, it is a, that's the thing because when you hire five random salespeople and they have five different backgrounds, one was a car dealer, one was a real estate, one was a mortgage guy, yeah. one sold shoes at the, uh, at the mall. Yeah. Well, now we're dealing with five different sales processes yeah. coming to you and you have a different sales process. Yeah. And if you don't have a sales process, there's no way to get everyone mm. on the same page. So let's just real quick walk through the baseball diamond. So um, first, first base is suspect, second base is prospect, third base is qualified. Obviously getting rounded into home would be closed. Yeah. So, so uh, first yeah. base is really easy. You know, that's like, it's like going on a date, you yeah. know? It's like, all right, well, you know, I'm a little bit iffy on the customer. The customer's a little iffy on the on the roofer, right? And that's right, that's why it's called suspect. You know, that's when they call in, you know, for whatever reason, they either call in or you go knock on the door. Mm -hmm. Usually on a knock on a door, it's a little bit better than just a cold call lead in, you know, for mm -hmm. somebody from like, you just get a lead from the internet, Google lead or SEO lead mm -hmm. comes in, they don't really know much about you. Mm -hmm. You don't know much about them. The first thing that you want to do is, you know, I call it make a, make a juicy discovery call on that mm -hmm. phone. Take 10 or 15 minutes and really ask some really good questions. You talked about EOS, you know, at our company, we are focused on roofing, siding, gutters. If they call for decks, guess what? We're not just sending a salesman out on a deck call. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try to help spare that salesman's time, right? Mm -hmm. So the office can try to like weed out some stuff. We're trying to disqualify as much as we're trying to qualify. And you do that by, you know, asking some good questions on the front end and then booking the appointment. Once you get to the appointment, you're on first base. Now it's time to turn from a suspect to a prospect. You know, I just want to, I have to talk about briefly, a lot of roofers just don't have enough leads to be able to be selective. And that's a common, and I would tell those roofers, I understand, I've been, there, still have to do I, it. I've been there before. Yeah. I've been there before, and if you can get that out of your mind. Pretend like pretend, you pretend like you're, pretend like you're in demand, because when you're scarce, customers will feel that, um, you know, you're creating more demand for yourself. And also I would say you're better off to go spend time with your family than spend time with an unqualified customer. Mm -hmm. Don't like, don't be like, don't be on wild goose chases. Cause I remember when I did that, we, I did a deck for a guy one time and we weren't deck guys, but because, well, because I needed money, <laughs> yeah. we did it. And it took us three times longer yeah. than it should have. There was more problems. Yeah. There was more callbacks. It, it, it's the cost of, it's the things that you don't do in business that make you money. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Yeah. It's the things that you don't do that actually is where all the money is being made. Mm. You just don't see it because it's, it's not measurable. That's so good. It's so good. It's so funny because, you know, this is why I'm in roofing marketing more than I'm in like remodeling marketing. First of all, that that market is just, they can only do so many jobs. You know, it's yeah. like a little bit more like contained. Yeah. So the other thing is like sometimes it's craftsmen. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing, like it can get very unprofitable being a craftsman. Perfectionist, yeah. And, and part of it is like, no, I had remodelers that would be like, I want a new type of problem. 
they're always trying to solve a new type of problem. They're like, I've never done patio pavers around a pool like this. Yeah, they're artists. Like, they're like, artists. It's like, that's a, but that is the most unprofitable work you can do of like always reinventing yourself. So it's like, if you get it down though, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, that. what's that, um, that quote of, I, I don't fear the man who did one 10,000 kicks. I fear the man who did yeah, one Bruce Lee. One mm -hmm. kick 10,000 times. Right. Like that is to me a lot of like the roofers that got it down to a like a very clear. It's one kick, but it. That, yeah. That's a good hit. But for a lot of people, if you're yeah. really creative, and because there are some yeah. guys out there that run roofing companies that are creative and they yeah. want that's okay. You're just not ready to scale. Yeah. You're not going to be able to ever scale that, and that's okay for you. Um, I think today we're talking more about the guys that actually want to scale. Yeah. They want to have the, they want to do the same thing over yeah. and over again, right? But profitably. But profitably. And part of that is not, like you said, not doing some things. So if, if they're rounding first on this baseball diamond, and for more, check out Sales Transformation Group. Oh, yeah. One of the right. coaches. No, I'm not a coach. Oh, so no, I just, I'm just a customer. A customer. I'm just a, a badass customer. Yeah, I just, I just love it. Okay. Um, so Sales Transformation Group for more, but this, this process, this process is a very good one. You don't have to use this process. You need to have a process and have consistent right. language. Yeah, there's a couple different processes yeah. out there. Jordan yeah. Belfort for Wolf of Wall Street does straight line selling. Yeah. Um, everyone's got a process, yeah. you know, but they all usually try to keep it simple and have only a certain amount of steps because most sales guys like me, and if it's like you at home, if, if there's too much, we can't do it because we'll just, it'll, it'll It'll bankrupt us in our brain because we can only do a couple of different things well. So you don't have to do this one, but on this analogy of the baseball yeah. diamond, if you're rounding first, what is second and how, how are you getting there? Yeah, so second is we're trying to get the customer from suspect to where like they're actually now a prospect. There's somebody that we actually want to do business with, right? We actually think that, okay, they actually have a need it's legitimate, right? We can actually help them because if we can't help them, like if we get to their house and the roof's brand new and there's no leaks and they don't, you know, I don't know, they saw their neighbor doing it, but they don't really like, they don't really need it. Mm -hmm. Chances are they're not going to pay me an extra $5,000 because I'm the best roofer in the country to like come do my roof. So like, I'm kind of just going to disqualify them. Say, sir, you don't need a roof right now. Like mm -hmm. call us in a few years, right? Mm -hmm. You know, unless they really press and if they really give me a good compelling reason, if they want to do business with them, then I'm going to keep moving through the process. Mm -hmm. And we do ask, I like to ask a lot of questions between first base and second base. Mm -hmm. Most salespeople get to the appointment and they go straight to the estimate. They want to get the eagle view and they just want to get the numbers and they just mm -hmm. want to puke and mm -hmm. show up, tell them about how oh, they're certified in this and they're master this and mm -hmm. we got this many Google reviews and we got this amount of warranty and we're the best. So they cut right across the baseball diamond. Well, we know what happens in baseball if you do that, they throw you out. <laughs> because you're yeah. short on the process. So yeah. you can find compelling reasons. A lot of times I like to, and in contracting, it's really easy. You just ask them, when's the last time they hired a contractor and had that experience? We were talking about, you know, an experience that you had yeah. where you hired, you know, you were trying to hire a contractor and they didn't do a great job the first time yeah. and you had to hire someone else. Well, I want to extract why yeah. that didn't go well because guess what? I want to know what you care about. Yeah. In my case, I was like saying, I don't mind to pay a little bit more. I just don't want to have to pay three companies and I don't want to organize with three companies. Right. A lot of times we get customers that say, well, no one will call me back. Yeah. And I go, yeah, I totally understand. I say customer services is so important here. How did you like the person that treated you on the phone at Big Fish? You know, and again, I keep tying stuff back to the customer service because I know in this world that customer service is the one thing that you can't measure yeah. on a quote. Yeah. Like it's like 
Yeah. It's it's like you can't measure, you can only feel it. Yeah. So that's why I have so many touch points on our process. Mm. And you want to extract, you know, like, you know, hey, oh, the bathroom guy, yeah, he, he left the mess and I was really mad at him. And, you know, sometimes it'll be like, yeah, I never paid that guy. Every contractor I've never paid. Well, guess what, guys? That's what we're saying. You know what, sir? <laughs> and, then you, and then you give them your favorite competitor's name down the street. Are you sick of what passes for leads these days? Not much, unless you want to be the lowest bidder on every job. I'll wear a lot of hats, but search engine marketing and website, I've passed off to a Google specialized team. We're on second base. Yeah. We're on second, second base, and we're going. We're going to third. What does it really take to make a qualified prospect for you guys? And. What do you think is really important for roofers to catch here getting into So, the again, we want to make sure they need it. We want to make sure they have enough reasons that they really want to buy from us. Yeah. One thing I forgot to tell you is we want to quantify the problem, too. So if, what's the cost of not doing it? Yeah. What's the cost of not doing it with big fish? What's the cost of just hesitating on a decision not doing it this year? Mm -hmm. A lot of things are, you know, right now, inflation is easy when prices are freaking going up, right? Mm -hmm. The cost of not doing it now, if the roof's $10,000, next year it's going to be 10 or, or it's going to be 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe an SEO, right? It's Instead of this, it's going to be that, right? Right? because prices are going up employees wages are going yeah. up what happens if that leak keeps coming in now you get your ceiling damage now you're gonna have your floor damage mm -hmm. and you know you, you have yeah. the time off work you want to make that as painful as pro possible yeah so that way you can have that customer feel that emotion mm -hmm. because people buy on emotions People buy on emotions, so you've got to get them to feel the pain because mm -hmm. we know Pleasure Island's coming soon yeah. when you go to deliver the presentation and the solution to the customer. Mm -hmm. But before you get there, once you've decided that they're good, like the, you think that they, they can move on in the process, mm -hmm. now we want to figure out, will they pay a little bit more to do business with us because we know we're not the cheapest? Mm -hmm. And most of the time, if you've got, if you've done this the right you way, you actually say that. Yes. Like, will you spend yes. more with yes. the company that they? So, have great so I for? actually, we actually, I try to. I don't know exactly what my people say all the time, but I train them, and they're supposed to say, and, and most of them do, because they do this process from first to second. First to second takes the most amount of time. That's where all the work is. Mm -hmm. Okay. First to seconds where all the work is. Second to third is a little bit faster because they're a little bit more one. They're more answery. So, sir. So, would it be fair to say, if we can solve your problem and you know that we're the, the, the best company in the market to do it, because I know that's why you called us, would it be fair to say that you'll pay a little bit more to have the best products, the best quality, and the best service? Absolutely. Because yeah. then we just keep moving forward. Yeah. And a lot of times, then you know. Um, then it goes to the timeline. You know, how, how soon were you trying to make this decision? Who else cares about this decision? Mm -hmm. Because right then and there, you know, we do a two-step close, okay? A lot of guys out there, you know, from the storm markets probably and some of the old school, I mean, they like the one call closes. They want to go in. Yeah. Again, I understand time, right? But yeah. because we're building a brand and because we're in a retail market and because I want that long-lasting experience, I actually want more customer service touch points mm -hmm. because I want that stickiness to yeah. the brand. So I did that, you know, that first appointment, if you're the husband and you're there and your wife's not there and I see three kids running around, I see extra cars in the driveway, mm -hmm. I see pictures on the wall. Yeah. 
hey, who, does anybody else care about this decision? Yeah. Not, is your wife the decision maker? Like, you can't say it like yeah. that, right? Like, you gotta say, hey, my just, wife is definitely the decision maker. We all know, we, and again, <laughs> we all know that, and yeah. the more experienced you are, like, you just can't, like, take what they yeah. say, because everybody wants to be a tough guy, right? Yeah. The guys want to be tough guys, and oh, the yeah. girls want to be tough. The girls want to, yeah, I make that. At the end of the day, it's usually a joint decision. Yeah. And it's a combination. Some, some people, it's a joint decision on money. Sometimes it's a joint decision on product or color. Mm. It's not necessarily like for, in my family. I can spend that money, but because, my, you know, my wife's going to make cared, the decision on color. Exactly. Yeah. She That's cares so about good. the look, yeah. right? So you still need both people there. Yeah. The other thing, the reason that you want both people there is because nine out of ten times, there's going to be one or two people there that's going to be, once you get the job, that you're going to have to deal with during the job. So you want to start to establish that rapport yeah. because whoever wins the rapport game is who you want to do the most work with when there's a problem. Because like if there's a problem and you got like 85 sheets of wood to replace, you know, you don't want to like talk to the person you don't have a relationship with because then they try to think they're pulling a fast one off. Yeah. So it's really important to figure out timeline for decision, how they come up with the, the process for their decision. Mm -hmm. um, and then and I say, cool, sounds like, you're, sounds like we're going to be a great fit. I'm going to go ahead and do my inspection. That's when I do the inspection, people. That's when I do the inspection. Yeah. Now, if a customer wants to like, lead you and like they want you to start walking around the house, because some guys do, I'll walk with them. I'm not going to like slow them down, but I'm still going to work my process. Even though the customer thinks they're leading me, mm -hmm. I'm still going to lead them with the questions from first to third. Mm. Even though I might be walking around their house, but I'm not flying a drone or I'm not getting up on the roof. I'm not going in the attic until I actually make sure that they're a qualified customer. Mm. And that's when I'm on third base. And that's when, and then and I, and I, I get all my information. Mm. Take the picture, and then I say, and I don't leave an appointment without another appointment. Yeah. So when can we come back to discuss the solutions? Because usually that's that's when you're rounding third and into yeah, the well, you're at yeah, third, and I'm leaving. Thing. So once I take the pictures and I yeah. get my measurements and I run the Eagle View, the Hover, whatever app yeah. you use, that's when you set up another appointment. That's when you try to get the the second decision maker. That's when you get yeah. the second decision yeah. maker. If they if there's somebody else that cares, do not schedule an appointment where they both can't be there. Yeah. And that's why some of you sales guys got to work at seven o'clock at night or on a Saturday. You know, that's mm -hmm. when you're going to be able to close more deals. That's when you're going to be more effective. Yeah. So you do that. You understand the purpose of why that's so important. Oh, absolutely. All right. So then. Everyone's happy. They just had, a, they had an experience. They don't know a price yet. They don't even really know anything about for shingles. They don't even really know why you're the best yet. You mm -hmm. haven't even really, you, you might have sprinkled a couple things in. Don't yeah. don't show up and throw up. Yeah. Do not come in and say, oh, we're GA up, Master Lee. Oh, we're doing it. Dude, it's too soon. It's yeah. too soon. Yeah. Salesmen are in such a hurry for that commission check on Friday that they like, whoop. Yeah. They just puke, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. and like, they got nothing left in the bag. But you need to save your bullets. Positioning yourself as a salesperson from the get and not like a, in a way, like this other way kind of positions you a little bit more as like, I'm just finding out what you got and figuring out where it could fit. You know, like it feels like you're not, it doesn't feel as salesy because you're, you're really in the it's assessment. Not, well, because yeah. you're asking more questions. If you're talking more than they are, you're losing. Yeah. So the rule of thumb is the customer should talk twice as much as you mm -hmm. because you're asking them lots of questions, yeah. lots of questions. You're, it's like you're eating, it's like you're sitting, you're eating the popcorn, you know, the Michael Jackson meme where he's sitting the popcorn and he's eating yes. and he's watching the yeah. movie. That's what you're doing because you're one of the yeah. customer. Who tell me more. Yeah. What a, tell me more about that. Why do you, ooh, why, why did that, why do you think that happened? You want to get inside the, the mind inside of your customer because mm -hmm. every customer is different. Mm -hmm. You're the same, but every customer is different. So you really want to empathize with them because when they can feel empathy, and Gary Vee talks about mm -hmm. empathy a lot, hence I'm 
here in Minneapolis for VCon. Oh, yes. Shameless plug, but yes. um, you want empathy. Empathy, it wins at your relationship with your wife, your kids, mm -hmm. your coworkers, your friends. If more people had empathy and just stopped, you know, caring about themselves as much, mm -hmm. the world would be a better place. You would get more, uh, mm -hmm. better results. And uh, yeah, so that's third base. We'll get the so, third base. So let me kind of ask, so right. I, I think one of the reasons that that's so it's comforting to get up on the roof as soon as possible. I think it's like it's like well, because what you know, because yeah. a lot of you guys have been in the roofing business way too long, yeah. <laughs> and you start to really forget what it's like to be on the customer side of things. Mm -hmm. I mean, and a lot of customers are actually here's the other thing with customers: they're programmed for you to get up on the roof. Yeah, they actually think it's interesting when you start to actually care. Like, so most of the customers don't even know they don't know yeah. until they find a true professional, until, until Ben Fisher comes in and starts asking them questions mm -hmm. and actually cares about their situation. And I'm trying to get the whole perspective. Mm -hmm. Sir, how long do you plan on living here? You don't need a 25-year warranty if you plan on selling this house in a year. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? You also probably don't care about the best service because you're not going to be right. You might not be a great fit. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. We shake hands. Do you understand why we're not a great fit, Tim? Mm -hmm. Because we're going to be a little bit pricier. That price doesn't pay off for, for, for a little bit longer term. Mm -hmm. If you really are flipping this house next year, the only benefit to you is that you're not going to have to babysit the project. And if you're willing to pay enough money not to babysit the project, we can still do business. I just want to let you know why I'm a little bit worried that it might not work. So that to me, that's very alpha or sigma or whatever you want to say. Because if you're withdrawing, it's kind of like in dating. The takeaway class. Yeah, the takeaway yeah, take class. If you can do that, if you can successfully do that, if, and that does require having five prospects lined up behind them. And ultimately, like believing that you're not a good fit for everyone. That's true, right? Confidence. Really you have that, to have right? confidence. Well, yeah, because you, you do yeah. believe. Like I do. Like everything I'm telling you, yeah. I believe this is not this is not a sales pitch. This is just a process, so that way you can teach your guys. That way you have consistency, so your head doesn't go crazy. Because you have five personalities in your office, mm -hmm. and they all came from five different backgrounds, and we gotta get them on the same page quick. Yeah. And this is just a this is just a process yeah. for that. And again, there's different ways to go about it, but questions and empathy will never go wrong in any process. So, do you send this estimate before you give the presentation? So the next oh. one, rounding third. Yeah. So we booked the appointment. We did our inspection. Right. We got everything. We got all the stuff. Boom. We leave. We know we're going to be back in three days. We even tell the customer, sir, just so you know. And again, we're always giving the customer expectations for the next appointment. So in the first appointment, when we call them, hey, just so you know. We're going we're gonna to come, we're going to go over your situation, we're going to you know, go around your house, we're going to do an inspection, tell you a little bit about us, I'm going to find out a little bit about you so I can help solve your problem, fair enough, boom. Mm -hmm. on, the, on this appointment, hey, on the next time we're going to come back, we're going to give you, a, you know, and depending on the situation, right, I'm going to give you a repair solution yeah. and a replacement solution. Now, if it's just a repair and you know that like the roof's brand new and they just got one little thing and you know that like you're not really going to pitch them on a hurry, cool. Mm -hmm. We're going to give you two or three repair solutions, okay? So that they just call you for a chimney flashing, but you also know that their pipe boots are bad, mm -hmm. but they, they singularly called you for a chimney flashing. They're not even in their mind because guess what? You don't know their the pipe boots were bad because you didn't even inspect the roof yet. Mm -hmm. You also don't want to start selling them stuff because that you didn't look at. Mm -hmm. So when you do the inspection, that gives you time to go back to the office to prepare a game plan for when you pre present your solution, whatever it is, whether it's a repair and a replacement, whether it's a better, a basic better and best replacement. Mm -hmm. There's no repair option, but you're giving them three options. I'm a big fan of giving them multiple proposals mm -hmm. uh at least you know two at minimum but three it would be because we're comparing animals us homeowners 
Well, well, I want to compare something. I'm going to compare you to you, or I'm going to compare you to competitors. Yeah, because at the end of the day, like a lot of times, customers right now have a hard time getting anybody out. So yeah. they they just want options. Yeah, and no one ever picks the cheapest car in the car lot. Yeah, think about the last time. And I always ask customers that. You know, when I look at the, hey, look at that car in your driveway. That was not. Really, I guarantee you there was a cheaper car in the car lot that yeah. day. Guaranteed. So yeah. no one ever picks the cheapest yeah. ever. In their mind, that's what they're programmed to say, but that's not true. So you come back, and then this this is where you kind of want to recap your last appointment. Hey, so when I was here, you know, we talked about this. You told me these two things are important. Keep it simple. Like, just like we as salesmen want to keep things simple because it's just easier for our brains. But sometimes we like to complicate stuff for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but we do. Keep it simple for the customer because find out what they find out those one or two things that they actually care about. Mm. Because then you're going to tie your whole presentation and your whole proposal to them based on the one or two things mm. that they actually care about. Yeah. If they don't care that you're GAF Master Lead and you've won all the President's Awards and you got 15 stars of the Angels <laughs> List and yeah. like. Like they don't care, dude. Yeah. You don't care because, like, you know, it looks good on your on your on your fridge at home, yeah. you know, with, yeah. your, with your with your wife or your mom. But mm -hmm. like, most customers don't care about that stuff. Mm -hmm. We care because we're in the business and we want to show off to our other competitors and stuff like that. Yeah, but that is a lot of for other competitors. Listen, I, yeah. I mean, like, it's it like it, here. It's never. I will just tell you. I hope the manufacturers can close their ears. Yeah, it's not about the roof. They know. It's not about the roof. It's yeah. never about the roof. I mean, it's like Pepsi and Coke, man. They just want to drink. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're brands, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's minor differences and we can go on. There's, you know, you can go to the roofing.com Facebook group and you can, you can find all that information yeah. out. Yeah. But yeah, and then when you get back to, you just, hey, we're going to go over some solutions. I'm going to go over your inspection. This is why I love company cam. I literally go show them their roof. Mm -hmm. They've never seen it before up and close and personal. Oh, yeah. Right, I show them on my iPad, or you can if you're really savvy, you can just stream with their, their big screen TV. Mm -hmm. Show them that, like that pipe boot that's eroded, the chimney flashing that's all gnarly. Mm -hmm. No one else is showing them this stuff, mm -hmm. like, no one's showing them this stuff, mm -hmm. but it takes time. You know what a lot of sales guys do? They waste so much time and they rush through every other process that they have. This is where this is where the selling is. Mm -hmm. You show them the roof. And then you go through a little slide deck if you have one. You know, you don't have to, but if you have a slide deck, you know, it's nice to show your company. Show them a little bit about the company. Mm -hmm. You can speed through that deck or slow that deck down based on your customer's body language, yeah. their their tone, what they care about, and always finish each slot or slide with, you know, do you see value in that? Get them starting to say yes. Mm -hmm. Get them starting to say yes. When you get to the end, you know, do you think that I'm the one that can solve this problem? Do you think I understand your problem? Mm -hmm. Do you think our company can handle this job? Yeah. Do you want my help? Yes. Good. All right, cool. <laughs> well, here's where it's at, right? Yeah. And I show them, and then I show them, and then I show them the stuff. pay, and then I show them the yeah. payment. Yeah. Right. You know, I try not to. You know, I, the price is there, but like, you know, trying to show the payment, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, I know we're on Instagram Live, you know, Chris Scoville, he, he's done an amazing job in this industry of educating roofing contractors who have never been in the finance business. I got lucky. I learned how to sell uh, in the car business. So I like, I feel like I came out of the womb talking about payment options and interest rates and terms and like, okay, cool. So you want to lower payment? Cool. Longer term. Yeah. You're trading. You're not discounting. You're trading. Mm -hmm. Cool. You want to lower payment? You want less down payment? All right. Cool. More payment. Yeah. Less down payment, no money down. All right, you got a little bit bigger monthly payment. Is that okay? Mm -hmm. Oh, you want a lower payment? Cool. Can you can you give me five grand down? Mm -hmm. I didn't lower the price. I'm just 
And, oh, and then guess what? Oh, for twenty dollars, yeah. And our best room, and our best room is a big part of your guys's pitch. Well, we're trying to make it a big part. You know, in Pittsburgh, you know, it's more of an old school market, so we're like people. We know that seventy-five to eighty percent of our customers have to go get money to go get the yeah. job. We know that based yeah. on national statistics. I know that we we didn't say the actual company name, and it's Chris Scoville Service yeah. Finance. Service Finance, uh, yeah. On, an awesome partner potentially for yeah uh, any roofing financing. company yeah, yeah. So, and he's what I like I was just talking to somebody I was talking to Dave Sullivan yesterday oh I love Dave Rio, Sullivan and we were just talking about um, I love I have a story about Dave Sullivan I want to hear it so we just talked to, we talked a little bit and I was like I think Scoville might be a good guy to connect with because he was he wants a one there's not a lot of these financing companies that have a face. Like I just, Chris is like, not that nobody markets fine. Yeah, like, yeah, like, like Chris is out here just he's like a, he's a character everywhere. Dude. Oh, yeah. he's aggressive. Yeah, I, I mean, like, like I like how aggressive he is. He's yeah. aggressive, but he knows his business, and you can be aggressive B two B. You know, we, as local contractors, we can't be that aggressive yeah. against the competition because <laughs> yeah. it makes us look like. Uh, but B two B, like you know, when he's competing against all the other finance companies, that's eh, just money. They're just lenders. You know, it's yeah. It's it, you actually don't expect it because I don't think he has to do that. I think no, he, he doesn't have it. to. No, of course, because he's competitive. Yeah. Yeah. That dude's competitive. So a question for you, like, or did, did you want to share the quick start with Dave? Or? Yeah, well, just I started a podcast, um, I don't know, Cody, was that three months ago, four months ago? But I've been talking about it for a year because I've always wanted to do it. But it's the execution of, like, hitting the buttons, doing the cameras, like, all that stuff. Yeah, do I know how to do it? Yeah, but, like, I, I got bigger stuff. I got more important stuff to do, right, than that. Yeah. So I never did it, right? But I kept talking about it, and I knew that I was going to have it. And I knew if I did it, I wanted to be consistent with it, and I wanted to keep producing the content. Mm -hmm. So I really wanted to, like, you know, same thing like with SEO. Like, mm -hmm. you got to commit. You got to yeah. do it for. You got to do it. You at gotta, least ten episodes, right? <laughs> you got. You got to at least. You got to at least yeah. do it, right? Yeah. So Dave Sullivan, I don't know. Somehow, I don't know if I reached out to him. Or he reached out to me, but I think he saw something where I was mm -hmm. like trying to do something. He called me and gave me an hour of his time and gave yeah. me all of the tips on how to start a, a tremendous oh, podcast. Yeah. He was yeah. awesome. He was so giving of yeah. his time. And I, 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 Dave, if you're watching, I really appreciate that. You so. know what's funny? Like, I was just doing like, I was looking at his backlinks yesterday because him and I were looking through his That's home. nerd talk. For, hey, nerd. we're talking about sales. Yeah. All, 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 everyone else is going to sleep right now. We're talking yeah. about backlinks. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Literally, just... <laughs> 20 seconds I'll do this is we're like in literally like every industry publication has mentioned Dave like and he didn't know he doesn't know because he's old school right you can't because he doesn't look at his links yeah. so like we're just, I was just showing him look dude every single awesome co like company and publication in this industry is referencing your podcast because he's the old he's, he's been doing it for like ever yeah I remember trying to listen to him when I was first starting out this is before I ever read a book or got any coaching yeah. or anything like that. I think I remember I was trying to listen to the Dave Sullivan podcast and I was like, man, I always knew that one day, like, I want to be Dave Sullivan. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah. like, that's cool, man. Like, what he's doing. Yeah. And when he told me, he's like, you don't need any fancy equipment. You don't need, I was talking, I'm getting a roadcaster. I'm yeah. getting a Joe, I'm getting the Joe Rogan setup. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm getting a Joe Rogan setup, right? Because, like, that's yeah. just me. I like nice stuff. <laughs> he's like, you don't have to do all that. <laughs> It's a, the truth is, and I, he said this to me directly to my face yesterday, it was just like, it's time, man. He's like, when you're around as, as long as my, I am, somebody's going to mention you. You know, that's yeah, just why, like, so he's, that's time is a big component to all these things. It's really hard to, like, yeah. quantify. Well, we're, none of us are patient either. Yeah. I will tell you that. Yeah. Like, all of us want everything to happen tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure he could tell you, I'm sure, you know, you know, you said you're 175 episodes in yep. to your podcast. 
I'm sure like those first ten, you know, people don't even know where those are. You know, oh, it's like, yeah, it's like the lost. Those are bad. One, to those be honest, those are like the lost archives. Yeah, I mean, it, it, and we won't even know if this show's good for like ten years from yeah, now, exactly. Because I'm not going to look at the view count tomorrow because yeah. it's going to say four. Yeah, but like ten years from now, who knows? Maybe we'll be famous, and maybe it'll be like you know, oh, it'll be forty million views one day. Well, for me, and I mean, it's different for you because you got to get famous in the Pittsburgh area as a roofing company. Five mile famous. Five who mile says that? Joe Hughes, Joe contractor dynamics, five mile famous. And for us, I just need to be famous with a few hundred people. That's actually right. how I feel like. I, I, just, I just need to be and making useful content for the couple and hundred you are. Yeah. This is the roof. If you guys don't know, this is the roofing meme, like OG. Okay. Yeah. Him and now, and now you got other guys. Other guys are doing Now there's like a, this weird competition. Yeah. And it drives you, right? It's yeah. fun. It keeps it, you busy. I I'm will sure say, people love yeah. it because you're like, you know, yeah. you're busy doing that. Exactly. <laughs> I, I will say, I uh, I've made a lot of them now, and I I will I'm kind of tapped out for now, but I'll That's come a back. Self-limiting yeah. belief, man. Yeah. Go, to like your, that. go to your quiet space. Yeah. What, what, what's an EOS? They talk. Take a clarity break. Yes. Okay. And just come back. and just come back, and then boom, you'll have thirty memes yeah. ready to roll. Like just one minute on memes. My my big thing is like when you're making memes as a roofer, make them like be obsessed with your ideal customer, and then what are the problem so it relates to sales because i'm constantly thinking about what are roofers problems as relates to marketing and so like i i have a list of pro like their enemies i have a list of roofers enemies and i make memes towards these enemies and you should have the same for homeowners yeah it's just and again you can have and humor is the great equalizer mm -hmm. on all tough things mm -hmm. right and we all do it yeah you know, we don't even know that we do it we use humor to cope Oh yeah, we use humor to like you know make bad situations okay. You yeah, know? and that's okay. A I good mean, meme about inflation it makes you feel better. It's, yeah, it's, oh, you're not it's really terrible. Like, oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Like when you saw like your four hundred one k's like cut in half, yeah. and like you feel like you're half the man. But guess what? Like you're you're, you're still putting your pants on the same yeah, way. Yeah, you're exactly. still going to work the same way. Like, hey, nothing's changed. See, that would be a good meme. So I need to make that one about uh, about four hundred one k. Hey, you got your roofing company to fall back on here. You know, we don't need that four hundred one k, right? That's what I always say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> go out and be to go out and be a closer since we're done yeah. let's get back to sales yes so when you when you do the presentation right when you do all that work ahead of time you know and, and you qualify the customer on the phone juicy discovery call get the appointment find compelling reasons make sure they need it you know quantify the problem get the second base boom their prospect now we want to qualify them you know do they want to pay a little bit more to do business with us or find out the timeline for decision uh, find out how they make decisions then do the inspection then come back, you know, do the mm -hmm. presentation, tell them a little bit about your company. That's just when you can brag a little bit, show them a couple cool pictures. You don't have to go forever. Listen, keep it short. It's more about them, not about you, okay? Remember that. Two years, one mile, I know everybody says it, but it's really important. I have trouble with it too, as you can tell. <laughs> But it's, you know, but, but it's important because we're trying to jam this content in quick, you yeah, know, because we also know that roofers have a short attention span, yes, yeah. right? Because we're busy people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do that. And if there is objections, there's going to be a lot less objections now. Yeah. Do you see why we do this? Because the old way we did it, you either get ghosted or you get 85 objections because they didn't have all the information. Yeah. Well, now they have so much information, there's only a couple objections that they can have. And again, you're just going to tie it back to things that you talked already about in the previous sales process. So objection, you don't have to become a Grant Cardone, you know, Jordan Belfort overcoming objections yeah. expert, right? It's nice to have a couple of those tricks in your bag and you can learn some of those, but they can become much easier when you can consult it, consultatively sell. Mm. Uh, using a process. And I will say one thing on the presentation side, 
you got got to try to make some of this stuff visual, right? Like oh, yeah. We showed you the the uh, diamond for the sales process. Yeah. Like, and I will say, I just saw Ryan Groth's presentation for STG, and it's very good. Dude, it's I mean, very visual. Listen, when I met that man, yeah, and I watched, and again, this isn't this isn't even about sales. This is the transformation part. When I was able to get unstuck in sales and be able to train other salespeople, and I was able to actually be that businessman that I wanted to be, it transformed my not only my business life but my mm -hmm. personal life. I was I'm, I'm much nicer at home. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm a happier person. Mm -hmm. I then got EOS, and that really rocket fueled my mm -hmm. business. So sales, I guess, like the gateway to like get all great things in life mm -hmm. because that's where the abundance comes from. Yeah. And not only just you know, I know we're talking about roofing and we're talking about sales, but it really did. It transformed my whole mm -hmm. entire life. I lost seventy five pounds. I feel better. Mm -hmm. I feel more energized than ever before. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, you know, that's a whole other podcast. Process in general. So we got the roofing sales process topic here, but process in general frees you up to be able oh. to do more of the things you love, right? So, yeah. Live that, yeah, live that EOS life. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And then they close the deal. So that's it. Well, we slide into home is they ask for the sale. But it doesn't really stop there. Yeah. I mean, I know that for that sales, that sales cycle it did, but you're always going to want to follow up with customers. That's the marketing side, right? Then you want to retarget them. Then you yeah. want to like, you know, send them an email once a month. Yeah. You want to call them on their birthday, you know, to send mm. them a thank you card. All those other things that you can do then to get the referrals because mm. referrals are much easier to close because then you can, you still got to go around the base path. Mm -hmm. Don't just say, just because your mom calls you for a roof, don't skip the steps. Just yep. because, don't take it for granted. You can just go a little bit faster on the basis yep. of the referral. Yep. That, that gives you permission to go a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. You don't have to dig as deep sometimes, you know, but like it's important. A lot of salespeople love a shortcut. I, you know, just real quick on that, something I'm starting to add into our sales process is just like asking, hey, if we're not getting out of the park, let's say we made our, your website, we were doing your SEO, this, you're getting significantly more leads than before. Just in nine months, what I'm asking for, or a year or whatever, really looking for you to share that with the world. So at, on social or to your roofer friends or whoever, I'm just at, I'm like, I'm adding the ask for referrals yeah. in the sales process. Yeah. I do think that that's, that could be. We talk about yeah. customer, you know, for us, it's yeah. more about customer reviews and referrals. Yeah. We start talking about that on that juicy discovery call when yeah. they call in. Because nine out of 10 times, the reason that they're calling is because they saw you somewhere. Oh, I, oh, I saw your reviews. Oh, someone mm -hmm. told me about that. Cool. Whatever they say, we're gonna ten, we're gonna we're gonna mention yeah. it ten more times yeah. before the time that we put the final nail in there in the show. That's really good because you gotta get them prepped. You gotta because yeah. it's hard to get a review. Yeah. So you gotta get them prepped, mm. and you gotta subliminally put it in there. Five yeah. star experience. Five star this. Five star that. Yeah. You can't just wait all the way to the end. Send them a text message with a link to go to your Google thing and expect them to do it. Plus, you need three five star reviews for one of them to show up. It seems like these days. So. Yeah, I mean, so I've been on, yeah, so I, that's, that's, a, that's a whole other thing. So I've been uh, on, my, so we used to have a goal. Yeah, this yeah. is crazy you said that. Is it like called shadow banning? I don't, I don't know why they, because do like I've been getting the same amount of reviews that I did two years ago. Yeah. And I'm like tw three times as big. And yeah. I, and, my, and we have a product, like, it's like, it's no, really, no, I it's know. Fascinating. It's, it's driving me nuts. It's driving every roofer out there nuts. And it's like, yeah, it's, it's because I mean, roofers figured out it, and like we have we have more reviews than most restaurants. And yeah, and you know how hard that is. I mean, we're only dealing I mean, we're dealing with fifteen twenty thousand dollars projects, and we don't have that many customers. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have probably a thousand maybe between repairs and replacements. Let's just say a thousand finished yeah. jobs a year. I mean, a restaurant holds two hundred people. I mean, like, you literally you get like you know, and again, there's a lot of repeat, but like restaurants have 
10,000 customers yeah. a year and they only have three, 400 reviews. Yeah. I started doing the reviews seven years ago and I never looked back. We have more reviews. There's some companies out there that have more nationwide. I haven't found a whole lot, but we have over, I think, 465 star reviews. Mm -hmm. We're really proud of that. Love it. Well, we're going to wrap this podcast up. Benny, thank you for being on, brother. Yeah, man. Thank you for coming in and visiting our office. I know you're here for VCon, or maybe VCon is a cool addition to, you know. Oh, no, I came, for yeah. the, I came for the Tim Brown hook experience. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. no, I'm here for VCon, baby. I'm really excited about NFTs and the future, and I'm um, just looking to learn. So it's a great town, Minneapolis. You should get, hey. If you're going to come by, you should definitely check out the hook agency. Dude, appreciate it. Thank you for watching. Uh, Podcast is put on by hookagency.com. Where could they go check you out? Is there anything you sell under roofers? I don't sell anything. Okay. I just, I just, I just try to help yeah. roofers. I'm Benny yeah. Fisher on Facebook, bigfish.benny on Instagram. Uh, you, I got a podcast, the bigfishcares.com podcast. Um, would love to interview you guys. Love to talk to you. I'll give you at least a half hour, an hour of my time to give you. Basically, I feel like I just dropped everybody that's ever helped me in the roofing business. So I feel like I like Dave that. Sullivan, I like Joe that. Hughes, Ryan Groff, my EOS coach is Ken Kuistra. If you want, to, if you want an EOS that's coach, a one. yeah, I love it. Yeah, Company Cam. I love Hover. GAF Keep Master. Going, dude, you, oh, yeah. you use the racer, the, yeah. the racer use, jacket yeah. for brands. So I just sure, yeah. that. Patches every, I'll be like dude. a NASCAR guy. Wait, so, so, sorry. Company Cam. Who else? Who else? Com company Cam and Hover. Uh, I use yeah. Acculinks for my CRM. Okay. Um, as far as coaches and mentors and stuff like that, Ryan Gross been a huge person in my life. Joe Hughes, huge person in my life. Um, Ken Koistra, my EOS coach. I'm sure I'm forgetting names. You know, Dave hey, Sullivan, you know, yeah. he reached out. People all over the country. But you know what? Relationships are two-way. You have to give to then get value back. Mm. And, like, I've been very intentional about building relationships, especially when I go to conferences. I don't just go and, like, you know, oh, look at the slides. Oh, that's fun. No, I'm going out and meeting people. Like, I'm being very direct and very intentional about, you know, picking people out who I want to grow with. You know what's funny? Last bit. Yeah, we just wrapped up. Yes. P.S. P.S.S. It's just funny, you know. I do agree that some roofers spend a little too much time on like roofer Facebook. I think you should spend a little bit more on your city Facebook and stuff like that. But at the same time, you know, community pages too. Yeah, those are those are fire. It's beautiful. The what's time clowning on roofing.com? Yeah, 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 exactly. But think about yeah, people are out here kind of talking smack about conferences, and obviously you're not going to go to all ten fucking roofing conferences. Ten? Like I think there's a thousand. You're not going to go to all. Sure, and now all the roofing owners are starting their own conferences, which I think is fascinating. But what you're what you're saying though is when you go to those, be intentional, go to good ones. And be very intentional about your connections because those connections open stuff up. It's not just about the speaker. Well, although John Maxwell's great. Do you want to? Do you yeah. want to hear something? I just this this came yeah. from. I was at Wealth Builder. I heard about this. is The first time I ever heard about Martin Pettigrew and mm -hmm. Monarch. Yeah. And then it's at the same time that was happening. I saw you were down there. Yeah. I know Ryan Grothings out down there. Adam Sand. Adam yeah. Sand's another beast with the yeah. process. Yeah. And then like just. And then Dimitri, I started, I started hanging out. I, I never even talked to Dimitri. I knew who Dimitri was, but I never had time to watch YouTube while I was yeah. building my roofing company. Yeah. Literally never had time. Now it's like, oh wow, look at all the stuff Dimitri's yeah, done over the last yeah, 10 yeah. years. Like, yeah. So it's just kind of cool that like, as you start to elevate, you actually have more time, mm -hmm. but you can't elevate without a good sales process. I like it. So, hey, I appreciate you guys watching this. Have a good one, bye.